to finding calm in the chaos. I am Denise, and this is my podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the first episode of Finding Calm in the Chaos of 2023. How exciting. I did a half a year, and um, I'm so excited to say and give myself a little pat on the back. I am not a celebrity by any means, and um, I am being listened to in um, so many countries internationally, that I'm a little shook. I'm not going to laugh. I, I had an exact number somewhere, but I can't remember where it is. But um, it is the new year. Some of you have already trashed a resolution, which is why I don't make them. Some of you are going to go hard all this week and then forget about it by the 15th. That's okay. And we're going to talk about just getting things done this year. I'm not a fan of resolutions. I'm a fan of action, right? Resolutions are just words. Um, I know that people are huge, like, affirmation fans. And in all honesty, I think that they um, mislead people in thinking that if you, you know, a lot of these things, just in general, self-development, I think is very misleading. So let me explain why. Um, I think that a lot of people spend time doing vision boards, but they don't execute we talked about that in the last episode of the year last week about we're not putting down an execution a plan to make those things happen on the vision board we just take pictures and phrases that we think are cool and are like the what everybody's talking about right now and we you know or somebody specific said it you know the zig ziglers all of that the brene browns that's awesome they they have very encouraging and inspiring things to do but you know how I deliver news, and that's without the sugar. Um, and you can make any vision board that you want. You can make a mural on your wall. But if you are not aware of how much those things cost, and you have not executed or put a plan in place to execute to get those done, I don't care how many crystals and how much manifesting you're doing, you must execute a plan. It is the, if you don't have a plan of action, you're not acting. You're expecting things to be dropped at your footsteps. And there, I don't care who tells you, what coach, what whatever, you can talk about things all you want, but unless you actually do the things, it's not going to get done, my friends. It's not going to get done. So make sure that your vision boards have dollar signs on the rest of them. If you want to be debt-free, if you have one that says debt-free, turn that piece of paper or picture over and write the debt amounts you want to get rid of. You know, your credit card, your house, your car, whatever it may be, okay? 
just write it down because you need to physically know. Number one, it's a good practice you need to know. And uh, I'm going to be brutally honest here. And I used to be embarrassed by it, but I'm not anymore. Because you know what? You only know what you're raised. And then you have to take it upon yourself. But if you don't know any better, and I didn't know any better, and my husband didn't know any better. So it kind of worked well to our disadvantage, but it also worked to our advantage greatly with respects to finances. And I'm going to tell you how we turned our finances around. Number one, we're on the same board. So if you are a, a individual whose spouse is not behind you in what you're doing, it's going to be really hard. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be super hard. People are telling you you can do it without them. You can, but you know what else you can do without them? Life, right? That's called a divorce. So you really kind of need your spouse on board when you're doing these things. Yeah, that's kind of like the whole principle of a partnership, right? And it's important that you sit down and you talk to them about your goals. You need to make sure. So Mr. Sith and I um, sit down and we talk about what our goals are. And uh, we kind of slacked off at the end of last year, but I'm not slacking off at the this year at all. But we are putting, we have a budget put in place. And I know this might not be a surprise for most people, but I grew up in a family where, you know, my parents didn't own a home. Uh, they, they didn't, uh, my, it, it just, we, I don't know, but our finances were never great. I was never told checking. I was never told about credit. I was never told like nothing, right? I was kind of like, I moved out of the house and I was like on my own. So I just kind of wung it, you know, winged it, right? Wung it. I wung it. I made winged, wung, whatever. It's a new word for me. Um, feel free to use it. Um, <laughs> and I really had no financial responsibility. I didn't really understand how it worked. And it's super important that we take responsibility for our finances. I mean, if we're in a poop position, it's probably because we put ourselves there. I have really poor spending habits. I went from being addicted to alcohol to being addicted to buying things. It's like ridiculous, but an addiction's an addiction, right? You replace one with another. It's happened. It's very common. Um, Mr. Sith has, uh, he basically like is overly nonchalant, if that makes sense. It's the only nice way I can say it. He glides through life without a worry or a care because, you know, I pick up enough of that myself. And so we need to find a happy medium between us so that we can function as a team. And so we've pretty much managed to do that. I mean, we have our moments, but right now um, we sat down and we know exactly what comes in financially and exactly what is going. You, you just need to know this. You need to know what your bills are. You need to, a lot of people aren't doing this and there might be people listening to this who are like, well, duh, Denise, like, I mean, everybody knows that, but let me tell you a prime, the world right now, the, the world, but the world's in its own condition. But in the U.S., the average credit score is way lower than what you would imagine. Like if you have good credit, I used to have great credit and I'm rebuilding it now. So it's not like in the tanker like it was. It is in a much better situation. Like I'm so proud of myself. But you have to give yourself grace with that. You have to understand that if you don't understand your finances, you need to work on it, right? And to work on it, you need to come to the reality that you have debt right? And probably not enough money coming in. 
And that was our situation. And then we had to be like, well, how do we bring more money in? Let's do this. Let's do that. And then we wrote them all down and we started executing it. And we literally tripled almost four, yeah, almost quadrupled our income last year from the beginning of the year to the end of the year. And uh, that a lot has to do with Mr. Sith, plus the stuff I've been doing on the side. Um, we wanted to make it more uh, impactful. So with respects to the podcast and the YouTube channels, yeah, they can all be monetized. But for me, it's more important to put out quality information impact people in a way that is like true grit impact. I don't want to be like a fluffer, you know, like a lot of people repeat the same things over and over. And I'm sure I do as well in different words or a different topic, depending on the week. But I will tell you that it's, it has its merit in that people repeat the same thing over all these, you know, inspirational leaders and motivational talkers and coaches and all that, they do it because it's doing something. It, it means something. You really have to get down to the nitty gritty of it. But what they leave out a lot of them is the internal work that you have to do, right? If you're not coming to terms with like your childhood, if you're not coming to terms with who you are as an adult, understanding your personality types, understanding how that relates to your behavior and your reactions to things, um, knowing that you need to be appreciative of what's going on every day um, and that you need to find gratitude in exactly what you have and then more will come. That's the hard work that people don't want to know. Nobody wants to go through the file cabinet to, to confirm how much debt they thought they were in. They already knew, right? You don't want the actual number because it's frightening sometimes, but it has to be done. And so today I wanted to focus on just letting everybody know that it is okay. It's okay that you did not know how to do that. It's okay. Like give yourself grace. Don't beat yourself up over it. I was beating myself up over the fact like, how can I be in my, like literally my fifties and not know how to properly balance a budget? how to budget in general, how to, you know, like be able to just go into this account and know that there's money there. You know, when you're living check to check or you grow up in a check to check household, it's really bad because when you get extra money, what's the first thing they do? They spend it. And, and that's really not the situation I ever wanted to be in. I don't want to be in a check to check situation. We're currently not. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm grateful for that. But we worked hard to get here. We worked really hard. And we just have to understand that it could always end by us just slacking off and going back into old bad habits. And we have to continue good habits. And that always stands, starts with finances. Now let me tell you why. Because everyone who has a dream, a goal, I wish, I could, I do that, but I, it's always about Money and time. Money and time are what people will blame for not pursuing something they really want to do. Now, now that we have money and time out there on the table, let me explain what both of those mean. Fear. You're just afraid. You're afraid. And you know what? It's like 
using finances as a reason why somebody can't do something, I'm going to be super honest with you, is because you, you, number one, you already know you're mismanaging. But I also want people to understand too, that I don't think that you spending your, you know, your electric bill, your gas bill, or your rent or mortgage money on, you know, a starter pack for, you know, one of those side MLM businesses. I'm not talking about that. I think that's stupid to be quite honest with you. I've done it many times, right? And am I getting my money back on it? I am absolutely not. No matter what they tell you, you're not getting your money back on it, okay? Unless you are the elite few. And I don't care who in MLM is going to come to me, come to me. I want you to come to me and I will tell you exactly what I'm saying right now because you know it's true. There are the elite few that have the following in MLM who will always make money no matter where they go. And then they're, all of those followers are the ones that get screwed and they're spending every last money a cent that they have. And then they, there are arguments between spouses. I'm not making this up. I know it. I lived it. There were people on my teams who did this. And that's why I walked away from MLM. It's just not worth it. Did I make money on MLM? Yes. Did I lose money on MLM? Absolutely. So I'm kind of like uh, in between, but that's just the truth. And anybody who will tell you that you're going to change your life in an MLM, it's, they're just, it's just bogus, it, it, period. You know how you can change your life? You can do what I've seen multiple people like myself who've walked away from MLM. Take the money that you've invested, that you were willing to sacrifice from bills and savings and house payments and things for yourself that you deserve because you need them like clothes and basic necessities like groceries. Yeah, people would spend monthly to get like a $20 commission, hundreds of dollars a month. I'll tell you what you can do. You can take that money that you were spending copiously and invest it in yourself and one of your ideas. I invested in this podcast. I invested in a YouTube future. I invested in a book series. And I will tell you, I've made more money since I've left MLM than I have in the last, in the entire time I've been with MLM, which was over 15 years. And I did really well in some places, not gonna lie. I wasn't one of those, you know, 100 buck a monthers. Some people don't even get that. But it is super important that you are investing in yourself. Get over your fear. Get people out of your head about what you can do to make money. And I'm telling you, invest in yourself, in your own ideas. Dig down. Dig down and you will find something that you've always wanted to do. I am seeing that slowly but surely on social media, just these people finally stepping away from all these side hustles. We've exhausted the word hustle. Can we all agree with that in 2023 that the word hustle has been exhausted um, and started their own businesses? I know somebody online who started their own spa. How freaking amazing is that? Someone started uh, my pet matrix friends, huge business, so many new things coming, new lines, 
not just for dogs, soon. How amazing is that? I have a mom friend who started the Moon Loops, my friend Jenna, making headbands and beanies. and uh, They're wonderful headbands. I'm wearing one now. I just, these are the ideas that you take and you invest in yourself. And those things that you have to get straightened out first are finances and time. And both of those are led by fear. We're going to talk about those when we come back right after a little break from our sponsor. Hello, friends. I've got a question for you. How much do you love your dog? This was an easy question for me, loads. And as I started to look at all the ways that I can increase their quality of life, I realized there were just too many options. How was I going to choose? And that is why I partner with my friends over at Pet Matrix. Will Summer and Tanisha take a scientific approach? They combine organic, natural compounds with highly effective peptides to aid in a dog's health journey. All you really need to know is that the results are nothing short of amazing, but it's basically because they help me understand that building around the three pillars of health, immune and gut support, cognitive function, and mobility and inflammation, we can not only increase their quality of life, but also increase their quantity of life. I have my two, both Chica, who is a Shiba Inu, 14 years old, and our puppy Buster, who is a three and a half month year old Newfoundland. Both take the pet supplement Superhero, which is all three of those, and they are thriving. You too can check out Pet Matrix at www.mypetmatrix.com and tell them Denise sent you. Again, that's www.mypetmatrix.com. And because we love family-owned business, you will receive a 15% discount using promo code DENISE15 at checkout so you can help your furry babies be all that they can be. Again, that's www.mypetmatrix.com and receive a 15% discount with promo code DENISE15, D-E-N-I-S-E-1-5 at checkout. Welcome back. All right. So the title of this episode, we're coming up to this, like uh, we're having a crescendo right now. We are talking about the title of this episode, which is, is this one day or day one? And I actually heard this from a quote that I had read. And then the other day I saw a video. Who was it? I can't even remember. But it was someone, it was a celebrity account too. I don't follow very many celebrities, so I can't imagine why I'm not remembering this. But anyway, I'll remember it and I'll just shoot it out, right? I'll just splurt it out. Um, hello, Lime's mine. So we really have to look at everything we approach that way. Once we determine that the two biggest excuses, which are finances and time, 
both stem from fear. They stem from fear of insecurity, of losing security. We have jobs, if you have a nine to fiver, right? Nine to five usually means like, you know, 10 hour days nowadays. And you are secure in living within that very dictated space. You have to ask permission for days off. You are told when to come in. Some people are punching in. You're giving extra work because people aren't showing up for work. And you have a 401, you have savings, you have, it is a very comforting bubble that they've provided for us in the corporate world. And doing something outside of that is super scary because you lose the bubble. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a bubble. I have to make it happen. And you need to put the money aside to provide for your own bubble, not at the expense of someone else. Because you can't really live life when you're spending most of your time at work. I'm going to be honest with you. And I'm asking you to leave your work. I personally can never, ever work in corporate America again. I don't have the mindset. I know the freedom of being without it. I enjoy homeschooling. I enjoy being able to do what I want with my family on my terms and not anybody else's. And that's something I think we've severely lost contact with in America, that we have lost the ability to understand that our jobs are running our lives. And we've allowed that, right? It's, it's kind of, corporate America is like kind of like that little kid. You give them an inch and they take a mile. And this has happened over over you know decades and decades and decades and then you know what happens you, you know you want to go on this awesome thanksgiving retreat everybody's getting in the family you're all renting a mountain retreat chalet somewhere i don't know pick a mountain right east coast west coast tennessee i don't care where pick a mountain and you know what they can't give you permission to go you can't go somebody else took time off I mean, we don't really need you because we don't get a lot of stuff during that time. But oh no, somebody beat you to the punch. That's kind of bogus. I'm not going to lie. That's unacceptable to me. When you work for a job, the contract is you get how many weeks vacation, PTO time, whatever they want to sell it to you as. And that's your time. You don't need to ask permission for it. And I will not ever, ever be on terms with that. That you need to, 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 to ask for permission to take off. I'm okay with these are the days I'm off this year. See you wouldn't want to be ya. And I don't hear from them again because that's when I'm off. What What's done is done. But the fact that you would have to wait for approval, yeah, that's where I'm just not feeling it. And we need to start fighting back on that. And I'll, I'll be honesty. I would never do that. Just don't. And Mr. Sith doesn't either. We're fortunate. He has two places where we got copious amounts of time and you know, it's remote. And so he gets to go into his one office and the rest is all remote. And that's what I like. Uh, we can spend time together and we like it that way. Now, that's the time. Everybody has time, right? What you choose to do with your time is up to you. If you want to do something, don't tell people you don't have time. No, but not, this is my biggest pet peeve and always has been. When you have some person or friend that's rocking it, 
They're doing so good. They're working so hard. They're making achievements. They're doing stuff. I don't care even like MLM. They have their own business. They, they met a major milestone. It's so exciting. And you comment, oh, good for you, girl. I wish I had that kind of time. Shut up. Like, shut your face. What do you mean you wish you had that kind of time? You do. This person just managed their time to make an achievement, and then you congratulate them and basically make it sound like they have all the time in the world. You're too busy to do those kind of achievements. Bull. Bull, bull, bull. Don't ever take away someone's moment that way because you cannot manage your time or be brave enough to pursue your own achievements. Oh, that just drives me nuts when I see that stuff on people's posts. So if you do that, stop doing that, man. Just stop. You have time. That person just found it. You chose not to. And we'll go back to the finances. Finances, if you don't get them here, if you broke now because you don't know anything about finances and you get a million dollars, you're going to be broke then. It doesn't matter how much money you have. If you don't know how to manage money like someone with money, you're going to be broke over a period of time. And perfect example of this is look up all of the lottery winners, like the big winners, like 10 million plus in the past 20 years. There are literally 3% of them are not bankruptcy, dead, from addiction or just on the streets. There's a there's a dude who won, I think it was like $150 million and he squandered it all away on cars. Uh, like he was buying medieval armor, mansions, like $20, $30 million mansions. Uh, he gambled, then he started doing drugs and he lost it all. He's, he's like broke. His wife left him. It's like broke. And I'll tell you why. It's because he did not manage his finances like a person who is wealthy. You have to have a wealthy mindset. And I'm telling you, if you need any help with finances, I am not the person to ask. I read uh, the badass books by Jen Sincero. Sincero? 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 I don't know. I don't care. I will just tell you that her books are amazing and they were life-changing to me finance-wise. Um, they made a big difference. And um, they, she has some practices that I did. Uh, one of the practices she was is that when we get money, we tend to spend it, right? Because we are in broke mentality. And this is true. This is true. That's why I told you, you know, your family gets money, you get your taxes, you're spending it before you get it. I'm getting a tax refund. How many people you see that will say, I'm getting a tax refund. I'm just, what are you doing? I'm shopping. Did you get your refund? No. What the hell are you shopping for it for? Like, don't you want to put any of that away? I never got a refund. I'm going to be honest with you. Never. I was made too much money to get a refund or I owed money. So there, I never saw thousands of dollars in refunds. Now that might change going forward because now we are aware of how to play the tax system. Just saying, we'll leave that at that. Nobody wants to give them secrets away. Get a good CPA. Um, especially nowadays and living in the state of Illinois, or like the highest taxes uh, in this, I believe we're the highest taxes in the country right now. 
Um, we just got notification that um, because we had a stall over the whole two-year COVID situation in our gas taxes, they're going to be raised every six months now. Go, okay, hey, thanks for that. While we're, people can't afford uh, a $3 apple in the store. Sounds great. Sounds totally totally makes sense to me like like you got to be on your finances right now people like shopping is like a a major situation this is a problem right now it's a problem people are going in the other day i'm on i'm not gonna lie okay so i'm we're not struggling with that but we i went to the store the other day and i know i could have gotten this one meal probably for about 45 bucks i spent 110 dollars, and it was the exact same stuff it doubled. It more than doubled. That's not good for people who are already struggling at the grocery store. Not good at all. So it's it would it would be in everyone's best interest in this country who's interested in furthering themselves this year to dump your re- your resolutions and start chasing your own dreams. Monetize yourself. Come up with your own business. And figure out how to get your finances straight. Get finance savvy. And I'm telling you, the Gen Centro, um, the green book is the best. That's the money book. There's there's like a couple books. But the green book is the finance book. One of the practices that uh, she had in there was this habit, like I was going on there a little tangent. Little tangent, sorry there. Um, but little um how when you get money and you're not used to having it you almost feel like this immediate need to spend it which is what happens and so there's a practice in the book that you basically get what we did is i went and got like twenty dollars uh twenty what did we get i got a hundred dollars in twenty dollar bills and twenty dollars in dollar bills and you basically lay them all over your house, not on the floor, obviously, but like on the tables, on the kitchen countertops, next to your bed table, in the bathroom. And the whole idea is, is that you're psyching and tricking your mind into seeing that there's money there that's just money laying there and that it is not a desperate thing to have to spend it. We did this practice and I found it to be incredibly mind altering. Not going to lie. It was incredibly mind altering. And, um, but there are a lot of other ta- like little tips and stuff in her book. And then um, there's also Gabriel Bernstein is also really good with finances. So get your finances in check. Get your time. You have time. Just stop telling people you don't have it. Get over your fear and do it. It's scary. Get over it, right? What's the worst that can happen? You're going to fail. Who cares? People fail all the time. Failing is just a step closer to an achievement, right? Because it takes how many fails to become successful? So don't you want to get to those fails as soon as possible? Like I'm always trying stuff because I'm like, ooh, another fail, 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 fail. Ooh, I'm getting closer. I can feel it. Failed, failed, failed. I'm feeling it now. And just keep going. Use it as motivation. Like right now, I've said it before and people never believe me. I have a little corner hutch. And I redid it. It was a beautiful hutch and I wanted it painted um, to match my little like, you know, office here. And I painted it like a beautiful gray and I did like a black stain on it and I changed all the hardwood. Um, I didn't change the hardware. I painted it. I sprayed it black to match because it was brassy. 
Um, and then I took out all the old window pane and put kind of like, uh, oh, I forget what they call it, like a farmer's mesh behind it, like a little square mesh, not chicken fencing, the smaller stuff. And I have a little sign in my books and some special things in there to me. And one of the things I have in there is a, is just a little really nice frame, right? I didn't get a cheap frame. I got a nice frame. And inside it is a very fancy picture of the word no. It's in beautiful script. And it just says no. Because I want to see that every day. Because then you know what? When I hear no or I see no or someone tells me no, it's not a big deal. I look at that word all day. It's not a big deal. I didn't die. Next. Do that. Like motivate yourself and condition yourself that these are just natural things that happen. And then once you understand that you do have time and you get all your finances correct, then you know what you're paying down. Then you know where your stuff is. Then you know when you've got a vision board and you've got that paying out debt free little, you know, picture. You can put what you know from your, what you just budgeted and balanced you know what debt is going to be gone. Not, yeah, I know my American Express is high. I know I owe my car. I don't really know what my payoff is, but know it. Know it so it's real. When your brain sees the number and knows it's there. So if you write it on the back of your vision board picture, you are in turn reminding yourself of that number. And then psychologically, you when you are at your desk and you're working or your workplace and you're manifesting and you're bringing these things to you, these things are already there. It's going to know exactly what energy you're looking for to receive and then start executing things to get there. Because remember, is it one day you're going to do all this or is this day one? Think about that. When you say you can't do something, or you say, one day, no, not one day. Switch those words around. Day one, what do I got to do? I'm ready. That's what I'm leaving you with today. Lead with kindness. Thank you, friends, for spending this time with me today. If you found some calm listening in, please take a moment to subscribe to Finding Calm in the Chaos. And just so you don't miss out on future episodes, make sure you're receiving notifications. Thanks again. Until next time, lead with kindness. Kindness.